0: Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, my name is Paul Dovish. I'm a pharmacist and a professor at the University of Nebraska Medical Center, uh, the College of Pharmacy here in Omaha, Nebraska. And today, I want to discuss the meaningfulness of the ISTH, or the International Society of Thrombosis and Hemostasis, chart audit data that was presented on in-hospital mortality for intracranial bleeds comparing index to alpha versus a four-factor birth-thrombin complex concentrate. A little bit of background of why this study was done is that we know that factor ten a inhibitors such as apixaban and rivaroxaban, they're associated with many benefits over vitamin K antagonists like, such as warfarin. And one of those benefits is less bleeding, especially severe bleeding, like fatal bleeding, intracranial bleeding. Um, but while they're less than they are with vitamin K antagonists, the numbers aren't zero. And with the millions and millions of patients who are getting a apixaban or maroxaban, we're going to see these types of bleeds. Now, before indexed alpha was approved, right, we kind of were scrambling for what to do when these patients present it. And one of the things that we kind of theorized probably might work would be on so a replacement with a four factor prothrombin complex concentrate. And we did this really with very limited data, as well as the fact that we really didn't have a pharmacologic mechanism for sure about why this would even work or if it would even. And so, since this time, there have been data that people where people have looked at indexing alpha versus the four factor PCC in these real world analysis as far as clinical practice. But remember, there are, there are a number of limitations to the data as they exist. These are things such as they're they're pretty small studies. Um, They're, you know, single center, maybe single systems uh, uh, studies. You know, other limitations that are out there is that, you know, if there are differences between the groups, which there probably are, um, there's no statistical, you know, a correction, whether it be propensity or multi regression analysis to correct for different differences between groups. Uh, Rarely do we ever know the time from the last dose. So how much anticoagulant is suspected to even be there? Um, and so there's a lot of limitations in these data uh, that we wanted to kind of, you know, try to uh, correct for or provide data that didn't have these same limitations. So our objective was to compare in-hospital mortality overall in patients receiving a alpha or a four-factor PCC for treatment of a rivaroxaban or, or apixaban associated major bleed. We also then looked at specifically at the subgroups of patients who had either intracranial bleeds or gastrointestinal bleeds with intracranial bleeding kind of being our, the focus of our discussion here uh, today. Overall, the study design is a, is a multi-center observational study uh, conducted in 4,395 patients, which is multifold, bigger than anything that's been done before, um, hospitalized with a river man or a epixamate-associated major bleeding episode treated with a uh, with adduction alpha or four-factor PCC. We looked at data in 354 hospitals, collected our data, 42 different states, and our primary outcome here is in-hospital mortality and also doing a multivariable logistic regression analysis to compare for differences between groups especially if there are differences in issues that affect in-hospital mortality the data we collected we looked at that de- we collected demographic data comorbidities we you know whether it was a pixiban or a roxaban and 60% were on a pixiban 40% were a we collected basically the time from arrival at the institution to actually receiving uh, the management strategy for that related bleed, whether it be a Dexman, Alpha, or a four-factor PCC. We also collected data from time from last dose, which I said is really missing in a number of different studies. The location of the bleed, so it was intracranial bleeding, GI, critical compartment, something else. Specifically for the intracranial bleeds, we collected information whether it was traumatic or spontaneous in origin, um, as well as intracranial bleeding, intracranial hemorrhage severity, and also information on the GI bleed. Like I said, when we look at the institutions that were here that we uh, that helped collect our data, like I said, uh, fifty-four hospitals across the United States, 42 states, so wide geographic representation. You can see most institutions were a comprehensive stroke center. Um, you know, About 45% were a level one trauma center, and actually that number grows uh, much higher if you look at level one and two trauma centers. Roughly about two-thirds of the institutions had both indexed and alpha and four-factor PCC on their formulary. Uh, About 10% had only indexed and alpha, and yet about 23% that had only a four-factor prothrombin complex concentrate. As far as the bleed location, the most common site of bleeding was GI, which is what we see in clinical practice. But we do see that about 30% of all the bleeds in our study were patients with intracranial bleeding, which is our focus here uh, today. So what you can see here, right, when you look at the uh, the bleeds, right, so we're looking at well over uh, 600 patients in each group. In fact, we're looking at about 1,300 bleeds collectively. Uh, in the intracranial, you can see as far as where the bleeds were, um, you know, with adduction alpha versus four-factor PCC, the numbers are very similar, no differences here between the groups. Uh, we did have information on baseline Glasgow coma scores, uh, and that is shown here. You can see some little bit of vacillation in the groups here. Um, but just realize that Glasgow Coma Scores were not reported uh, in about 50% of the patients, so not all patients had a Glasgow Coma Score available. But this is the information for those where the information was available. When we look at in-hospital mortality, our primary outcome, especially in the intracranial group, what you can see here is a 10% absolute reduction in mortality, um, which is pretty powerful. Now, when you correct for differences between groups, especially things that may have impacted mortality, In the multivariable logistic regression analysis, that is associated with a 45% lower mortality for patients getting indexed alpha versus that of a four-factor PCC. Now, like I said earlier, not all patients had a Glasgow Coma score, and and Glasgow Coma score was not part of of our initial logistic regression analysis because, remember, our analysis looked at patients' overall data. It doesn't matter where the bleed was. We looked at everybody. So we did a sensitivity analysis where we included in the intracranial hemorrhage group only those patients who had a Glasgow Coma score available, right? So if there were, you know, concerns about the slight vacillations in those uh, Glasgow Coma scores, all right, well, let's let's try to see what happens when you correct for that. And actually, what you still find is basically over, well over a 38% reduction mortality, statistically significant. Um, So the data are very consistent, whether you include the Glasgow Coma score in the analysis or not. Now, what else affected the mortality? I already mentioned that addiction alpha was associated with a 45% significant reduction in mortality. Not surprisingly, impaired mental status or DNR orders did not uh, did increase mortality. Interestingly, whether it was a traumatic bleed or a spontaneous bleed, the mortality was very similar. Uh, as far as comorbid conditions, you can see that um, heart failure was associated with a higher bleed uh, rate there. Time to treatment. So, you know, a lot of it has been in the literature lately about hematoma, uh, hematoma expansion and how detrimental that can be and how fast that can happen. And you can see here that if your door to treatment time was more than 30 minutes, that was associated with almost a two and a half uh, fold increase in mortality, regardless of what you got. So once again, the you know, the time of treatment to treatment in these patients definitely does matter. So in conclusion, this is the largest study overall observational that's been done to date by several fold, in data comparing a alpha versus a four-factor PCC in clinical practice, and the overall population looking at all types of bleed, treatment with a alpha in patients hospitalized with rivaroxaban or apixaban related major bleed was associated with a 50% lower odds in mortality compared to four-factor PCC in the logistic regression analysis. And what's interesting is when we look specifically at the patients with intracranial bleeds, uh, that ripple reduction was very similar, 45%. So the data are very consistent. Uh, It really doesn't seem to matter where the bleed was, uh, but the data are very consistent for this statistically significant, approximately 45% to 50% reduction in mortality, uh, I think, which is a very important outcome for us to consider. And so with that, I want to thank everybody for taking part in listening to this uh, presentation.